at some point we'll figure out what our theme song will be. <laughs> Just Return of the Mac, baby. Oh, man. If, the, could we do instrumental of that and not get in trouble? There would have to be. Could it be just like 10 seconds? <laughs> I will have to look Isn't into there that, like a second limit before you get in trouble? Maybe. Theme song wise, I don't know if you can hear it right off the bat. I think there's like a seconds limit He's before fucking, you get in trouble. Like, like, like if you play something yeah. for like three seconds, I don't think you. I think I legitimately think there's like because yeah. I think Countdown fucked with that. All right, I will look into it because I, I mean that's like the only song limit. That's the only song that comes to mind. That would when, be great for that, us. Yes, that would be great, <laughs> dude. Oh shit! I just saw they're bringing back Party Down. Yeah, yeah. Me and my wife have been watching. We just finished season one. We started season two of Party yeah, Down. Stars is bringing back party down and uh no lizzie kaplan though what's funny about that is she just got a new show or something and like that's the only reason why but i haven't seen her in a while so i was surprised that, like that that was like you have no lizzie kaplan adam scott signing back on and jane lynch but not but in- <laughs> not lizzie kaplan doesn't make sense to me i'm so excited i fucking well, love that show ladies gentlemen and gentle people welcome to our podcast i'm one of your hosts Preston tompkins and i'm zach reinert we are your stepdads we aren't your first choice but we're always here for you to drink natty light to drink natty <laughs> when in doubt you can always count on us drinking natty light um, and yell at you about your jumper you goddamn jumper <laughs> Um, so if you don't know who we are, um, Zach and I are comedians, uh, despite the, uh, global, uh, shit show that's going on. We're still doing stand up. We've been doing, uh, sketches for a couple of years. Zach and I met in Omaha friggin' a decade ago. Dude, it's been 10 years since you it and I have been, been hanging 10 out. Time. 10 years. Yeah. 10 goddamn years. 10 years. Um, and, uh, we're two white guys, so we are legally obligated to do a podcast now. (laughs) Yeah. We've known each other too long to not do a podcast legally. No, it's, it, it's required by law. Um, I'll never forget when I met you, it was, uh, at this shitty bar show in Bellevue, Nebraska. And you, (laughs) I had heard about you once or twice and I think I saw you at an open mic, but when I actually said hi to you, you strolled up and this club was like just one of those like hole in the wall like strip mall bars and if you if you do comedy or if you've been a fan of comedy for a while you know that like these small shows it's it's a crapshoot on whether or not they're going to be good or not for sure and i was like great this show's going to suck and then zach came up and then we just started talking and the show ended up being great and uh Zach got a standing ovation. I will never forget. I, I'm not going to say why you got a standing ovation. <laughs> That's uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say why you got a standing ovation, but you got a standing ovation and you were like the second comic up. And I was like, holy shit. That was an all black club. I wasn't going to say that, but yes, you, yeah, you got that was, I mean, we could say that like there's black clubs. Like yeah. that's, I don't think that's, yeah, no, that's not, not yeah. I, my, yeah. That was like my third set ever. And I got a standing third, ovation at a black club. It was, Unreal, because all the comics. I th- did not say the N word. <laughs> no, I did not. No say one the said N-word. that. Uh, but the the green room was the kitchen of this place. Oh and my god! Remember, it was that? really fun, man. It was, that it was, was like the first time I, like, I really loved comedy. It was like yeah. that I think because it was the first time I like. I mean, I guess yeah. Like I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, and that we, was when I was like, okay, jokes are cool. Yeah, jokes are in. 
the thing is like when in a small town, Omaha and Bellevue, like comedy wise, no one gives a shit about comedy. They only care about music. So hearing the laughter from that audience. I was also not a ever I get laid guy. <laughs> you, I will never forget after the show. And then like, yeah, like two, I think two of the server, like the servers. Yes. They came two up of to the us. servers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, to, and I was, and, but I got like too drunk to hook up with either. Of them. Yeah. I, I was just a shy little 21 year old. So I was like, I, I was, don't, I, I can't, that's no. not a thing. It, it was like that. That was when I learned. Yeah. Like, uh, people like funny people. I was yeah. like, I don't, this doesn't happen to me. <laughs> that show was so pivotal. I think for, both of us because uh you and i both moved to denver from omaha yeah so we've been friends for years doing stand-up there but had that show not happened i don't think we'd be sitting here drinking voodoo ranger right now hell yeah <laughs> so hell yeah anytime someone's like oh you're friends with zach and i immediately think of that first show that we did together because people the, in the green room the comics we were all just sitting there and then we heard laughter we're like oh shit this show is actually going to be great and then all the comics came out and everyone watched everyone's set which is not always the case i very much so. did my stand-up then in an anthony jesselnick cadence like it was very much like a cadence yeah, i mean everyone you know i was like what you know? i just like talk now but like yeah. then it was very much like no, a cadence. I, I was a year and a half in a comedy then and i was definitely doing straight up zach alfanakis and kyle canane yeah i think just everyone it was had they hear a cadence of their favorite comic they do it and then they eventually develop their own but. it was like having confidence in the jokes but not like having any idea how to tell them so i'll just yeah. try to mimic someone who does know how to tell yeah. them <laughs> Just uh, repackaged to deliver. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you just get to a point where it's like, yeah, I just know how to tell them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we don't really have a format for the show. Some some weeks we're just going to talk. Other weeks we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're big fans of monologue style jokes and roast jokes. Do you have any you wanted to do? Uh, no, I did. I don't have anything prepared. This oh week. man. And of course, Zach is pulling up his phone right now. This dude is a joke machine. When we, we used to live together. Dude, just pull up your Twitter. I'm sure you've got some <laughs> topical ones. All right, let me wanna... pull up my Twitter. All right, Zach, I can tell he wants to tell a joke, so just go for it. Well, we might as well. Yep. Uh, every business is short on employees and there's 9 million comedians. Here's a solution. Retail corporations let people talk about cum at work. <laughs> uh, this is one I got pissed off at uh, film Twitter today. So I, uh, I tweeted out, stop asking film directors if they like superhero movies. Start asking if they like stepmom porn. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if like Martin Scorsese was just like... <laughs> Fuck Marvel movies, but that one where she gets stuck in the dryer, I especially like this. Scorsese's like, I miss Milf Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Milf Hunter directed by Martin Scorsese, <laughs> where Robert De Niro is the Milf Hunter. <laughs> uh, I was trying, I, I need to, you know what movie, Scorsese movie I've never seen is uh, Mean Streets. I really need, it's no. on HBO Max. I need to watch I, It's because it's fucking De Niro and Harvey Keitel and yeah. shit. And that's like when Scorsese was young and I haven't seen it. I need to see it. We all need to see yeah. it. Yeah. I, I uh, admittedly have uh, not seen a lot of Scorsese stuff. Like I have not seen Raging Bull. Oh, have you ever seen um, <coughs> Copland? Copland, I've seen. Fuck, yeah. Copland, Copland rules so hard with Sylvester Stallone and shit. That fucking yeah. Oh man, that rules so. I love. I mean, I love Scorsese. Like yeah, I did. My I wife is weirdly obsessed with the fucking. Uh, 
Leonardo one where they're on the uh, mental institution island. Oh, uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island, yeah. yeah. My wife is, my wife loves that one. I feel like people don't bring up Shutter Island enough when they talk about Scorsese because it doesn't really feel, I don't know, in my bullshit opinion, like a Scorsese movie because it's like, oh, it's a psychological thriller. And, you know, I immediately... I wasn't thinking, a huge fan when I when the, when I got to the end. Yeah. I liked it till the end. Like, it's one of those movies. The, where, where the ending kind of yeah. did stuff for you. Yeah, not one of my favorite Scorsese ones. Yeah. I, I honestly, the only one I, I haven't seen Mean Streets and I haven't seen Gatsby. I never saw Gatsby. I don't really care to see Gatsby. Is that a Scorsese one? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that, that one. Was another Le- <laughs> those other dick suck Leo yeah. <laughs> Scorsese ones. I don't give a fuck about yeah, Gatsby. I, I just don't care. I can't give a fuck about Gatsby. No. I will watch anything mob related, though. I fucking, yeah. uh, oh man, the funniest movie. You Have you ever, did you watch, okay, did you watch the movie Gotti starring John Travolta. No, because it wasn't the one where he had all the fucked up makeup. And Dude, stuff. it's the best. It's so fucking really? good. It's, well, okay. I like it for the mob reasons. Yeah. But also, it's very funny because it's funny and like not, and like, you Gotti. know, and like the room reasons because right. like John Travolta is like an over actor trying to be John Gotti and it's very funny. I'm, I'm waiting for John Travolta. And the guy, the guy from, uh, oh, sorry to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. But the guy who played E in Entourage, mm-hmm. he's the director. <laughs> I, it's weird. It fucking rocks. Because like, I'm Googling I it on my phone. I guarantee you, you will have a good time watching it. I, I literally pulled it, I Googled Gotti. It's John fuck, I guarantee the you. The second you said E from... <laughs> I saw Kevin Connolly. Like, I'm like, I guarantee what? you, for bad or worse reason, it's always because it's so it's like so bad it's good. Yeah, it's like, but like it does like do like the mob stuff, which is fun, and but like it's like overacting, so like that's also right. fun too. I I love seeing uh, John Travolta in movies right now because more than anything, he's going insane. He the. The hair and makeup department have to figure out a wig for him. He's got. He looks like he has the biggest head. Like just go bald, man. I don't. Yeah. I, I want to. Oh, that. Uh, it's so distracting. I want to do that. Uh, John Travolta, Nicholas Cage joke that reminds me of that. Fire it up, baby. Uh, <laughs> John Travolta walks into a bar looking like Nicholas Cage, and the bartender's like, "Hey, why the wrong face?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, going forward. When we're talking, just fire off. Yeah, let's. We should do that. That's how we do it. Yeah, fire that's it how off because you're gonna have a hundred jokes an episode at this point. Like, because <laughs> that's when how Zach, we should do it. Zach and I lived together for five or six years. I would always run out to the living room and be like, "Hey, and, how's this?" Uh, We'll eventually get into it, but I didn't have a room. I slept in a living room. And well, I mean, t- we switched. I lived in the living room for a little bit. Yeah, for for a little bit, <laughs> like th- six months. Yeah. I lived in well. All right, we'll get it. We'll get into this now. So when Zach and I moved to Omaha, there was three of us. Basically, our other roommate, we couldn't. He wasn't going to be reasonable enough to do it. So we, you and I, sucked. So yeah. So I said, you and I were both just man enough to suck it up. So he didn't. So we didn't even have to worry about him. So I was the youngest, and I'm like, all right, guys, we have a two bedroom apartment. It was hard enough. Ben's younger than you, right? No, it was the other Omaha comic we moved moved from Nebraska. We can't right. talk about him for charges reasons, probably. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> See, we're already off to a great start because there's two or three inside jokes we've already done, and we are not going to explain them. But like, that's I'm not going to explain that joke. Like people are just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I will sleep. Child in the support. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always afraid I'm going to get audited. We didn't say his and name. I don't. He's still alive. I think. What's, I we were still getting his mail four years <laughs> late. Like four. Like, <laughs> we were getting his child support fucking things in the mail <laughs> six years after he moved out. <laughs> it wasn't six, obviously, but right. it was like four. Yeah. yeah we, four years after we moved out, we're still getting his goddamn child support request. <laughs> Like our, it's like delinquents. It's like motherfucker. Our former roommate dipped on us, and uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently he's dipping Holy on shit, some other that stuff. That was crazy because we immediately had to find another roommate. But apparently, we weren't the only people who was dipping on because we kept getting these child support letters, and we're like, "What the fuck?" <clears throat> oh my god! One of the weirdest um, people I've ever met didn't sleep on a mattress. Preferred to sleep on the floor, dude. He. Legitimately, I thought he was cosplaying as like a uh, Holy, like, like a, a prison guy. Well, yeah, right? like a someone that had to atone for something because <laughs> he he didn't sleep on a bed. But then he didn't atone for anything by not being his child support. Oh my god! In um, oh my god! You he know would, would be really he, fun on this. What? You can cut this out. No, if we're we, keeping it in. Uh, and just even like if we did digitally, like mm-hmm. Sydney would be a fun podcast. Oh, a hundred percent. If we, hundred percent, Sydney, that'd be really yeah, fucking fun. We, you uh, can cut this out. Like, no, 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 we're keeping it in, Sydney. Uh, if you're listening right now, I mean, I'm gonna text. That'd you be really minutes. fun. Uh, but yes, we're just gonna have guests not only just comics but people from our nebraska life that are just as you don't have any topical jokes you want to do topical oh dude the QAnon shaman got sentenced to three and a half years in prison today did not expect that at all no that rocks um (laughs) i had a couple i do a kyle rittenhouse joke let me find it hit us up baby the amount of people i went to high school with that are defending the seventeen-year-old. Oh God! It's it's the creep. Like everyone makes and fuck Biden first of all. Uh, but yeah, every, neither of us like Biden. No. We want to shout yeah, that I, out before. I want to make that a hundred percent clear neither before like Biden. Before anyone thinks but that's I'm because defending. we're like left. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all these people calling Biden a pedophile. Which I mean, may, probably maybe is, rightfully I mean. so, but then they obsess over the seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, he looks like a child. Like you are the fucking creepy ones. I know. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so okay, Kyle Rittenhouse is like an episode of South Park where Carmen gets way too into Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse looks like a guy who had sent an Xbox message like, "Don't go to school tomorrow." Yeah. Yeah. Like that's uh, <laughs> his entire vibe. That's so fucking funny. He looks like he's tried to write a manifesto. He looks like he's tried to write a manifesto, but like mm-hmm. didn't have any pens at his house. No. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse writes his manifesto in crayon. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. There's no pens here. <sighs> Dude, I saw a picture of his mom who's like 38. 30 and like. She looks like Palpatine. I'm 36. Yeah. 
She looks fucking 20 years older than me. And I fucking. Well, that's what evil does. I was in the Marines and I drink alcohol. That's what even unless I guarantee you there's she's probably exercise and like try to eat healthy. But most of the time, but like evil's a hell of a drug. She seriously looks. 20 years older than me and we're like yeah. basically the same age <clears throat> was, i was blown away by that yeah kyle rittenhouse was in some like young cop program in school where they just got the cosplay oh as yeah cops. yeah dude i uh yeah i so th- like this shit's awful people are saying like oh he's such a badass like he's a fucking nerd i know people keep he's uh, a nerd and people keep posting memes of like him uh washing graffiti yeah and then, like, they'll be like, and then here's a picture of Ted Bundy, uh, Ted Bundy washing fucking dishes. It's like, motherfucker, Ted Bundy washed or uh, worked at a suicide hotline. <laughs> That's a much better example of him being a good person. Ted Bundy, like, tried to keep people from killing themselves. People are like, oh, look at Ted Bundy doing chores. The Ted dude- Bundy was honestly. <laughs> If you read and I read and rule like I've read the and rules book. Yeah. Weirdly. I, I like because I like true crime stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, Ted Bundy was a prominent Republican in Washington. Yeah. They no. thought he was going to be governor. Yeah. No, he was a huge deal. They legitimately <laughs> thought he was going to be governor within the next five years. Imagine if someone like Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. Imagine if Beto O'Rourke <laughs> was, a was murdering women in Austin. <laughs> In their in his fucking VW bug. With no- <laughs> what? Imagine better work walking around on crutches around. Dude, you Austin. know what I fucking? They they described like uh, Ted Bundy's car, basically being the same as like uh, Kurt Russell and yeah. uh, that fucking Grindhouse. Well, Kurt and that mo- yeah, it was Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah, what's that movie called? Uh, I think it's just Grindhouse. No, the the things were called Grindhouse. The double that dud. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the Not Kurt Russell race. one where he's driving. Yeah. Apparently, like, Ted Bundy's car was like that, where, like, Jesus. the passenger was just doomed to die. So if he just tricked you into his car. Oh, the New York Post said uh, Joe Rogan is so flexible he can perform fellatio on himself, giving himself alpha brain. <laughs> <laughs> I just... The when you find out someone is a fan of Joe Rogan, it's kind of like finding out that yeah, man, <laughs> it's like oh, I can't fuck. talk to you anymore. Yeah, it's like you're just too intense. I just can't. <clears throat> I don't have the energy. I don't no, <laughs> I don't have the time to listen to a three-hour podcast. I still have the energy podcast. to be friends with people like that. Like it's like oh no. man, you're just too much energy. You ever feel that? Like we're oh like, absolutely like it's like oh fuck. It's I like I can't. Do it's like that. when it. You, you go to a, a birthday party and someone's kid is yeah, there. Yeah, it's not even like and I don't like that person. It's like, yeah. oh, I can't do I, I just can't. And I can't be like, <laughs> oh, hey. How, no, that's cool. Good good job. I, I yeah. just can't fucking do that. But he, he just brings up questions. You know, that yeah, no one else, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. He lets Alex Jones come on his show. Oh man, Alex. and not in an unironic way. Yeah, if it was, if it was ironic, and he was just like trolling him and shit, fine. 
Yeah, letting Alex Jones what come you on think, your show Alex? was like insane. Like he literally trolled parents that of like nine year olds that got shot. <laughs> Hearing Alex Jones uh is amazing because he'll be like, oh, we're all going to fucking die. It's weird because... But here's my shirt. I'll give you this this example. If you heard about like a fucking 14-year-old like really going online at like parents that were... uh, Parents whose kids were victims of, uh, you know, shootings. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, that kid's a shithead. (laughs) Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. He's not a good person. That kid's a shithead. Oh, like he's but talking he... shit to a parent whose kids were murdered and shooting. Yeah. Freedom of speech. No. But then like Alex Jones still has fans. All right. That's yeah. my that, that's my that was my That's your Zach Rand of the week. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like it's just like that's crazy. I just don't see. Imagine yelling at someone that imagine someone <laughs> you're imagine your child getting murdered and then some dude being like you are a fucking actor and you never even had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You didn't even have a kid, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Tell you what that's going to be fun to watch him panic over the next couple of months as he tries to stay above water and not go. Oh, yeah, it's going to go so underwater. Uh, He's going to be on Joe Rogan trying to sell like alpha brain and shit. Oh, dude, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be. And then Joe Rogan's going to have to be really like, oh, you're too much. The, uh, my pillow guy. Do you think our generation was better at fingering because of finger skateboards? <laughs> Just doing a kickflip. Uh, I never had one of those. Did you? Oh, yeah. Uh, my brother and I were fucking uh, super nerds for that shit. We had like the, the kind of Hot Wheel equivalent tracks for him. Yeah, I didn't get laid till uh, after college. <laughs> I never did. Yeah, I never, never. I mean, I was into like, I bought like action figures and even like uh, sports figurines. Me and my brother, because me and my brother, uh, uh, my brother after my after high school, when my brother who already uh, was in college but was working at Toys R Us, mm-hmm. got me a job at Toys R Us. So we like we would, like when like oh, cool yeah. sports figurines would come in Fuck that yeah. we thought would be worth money someday, we would like fucking buy those with the employee discount and like Hell stash yeah. those. But like I. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most toy. Like, yeah, I. But wait, I, how how old are you again? Thirty six. Uh, Thirty six. Yeah, so you're, well, four years older than me. I was gonna say fingers. I think finger skateboards was a little bit bigger. A couple years, you know. I was into this. Jesus Christ, my dogs are like a fucking. No, no, no. They're our guests, Ramona and Eleanor. <laughs> they're our guests. I'm trying to break the door down. If you haven't seen Zach's dogs, please go to his Instagram. They are the cutest goddamn little pieces of shit ever. But they're angry and they <laughs> are stronger than they look. I have entered their home and uh, they don't like me. Hey, for six months when people talked about air fryers, I thought Guy Fieri got a shoe deal. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone talks shit about Guy Fieri, I will. Well, that's what uh, we, we should just them. feel like when there's random air, that's a joke. When you tell, yeah. when there's random air, just tell a joke. I feel like that should be a policy. We we yeah. all bullshit when there's, there's random air. Yeah, that's the game. It's like yeah. okay, you're gonna have to cut some. I uh, please please tell. No, me. I I will. Yeah, but like, we're figuring uh, it out. 
uh, I feel like that's a fun thing when there's dead air. That's like the agreement. Yep. We all bullshit, but when there's dead ag- agreement, you gotta have a joke ready. That's the yeah. game. All right, so we'll each week we'll come with uh, like yeah, no, and that's the yeah, game. That, when there's yeah. dead air, you gotta have a joke ready. You just drop one. I'm more of a the ass is half full. I'm trying to figure out what to like do with my like my uh, day to day shit like. Oh, you you're getting tired of DoorDash? Well, I mean, it's not like a sustainable thing. No. And don't sell your salt. And like my only like qualifications are basically for law enforcement. (laughs) Dude, honestly, you could could probably get some. uh, I mean, I could get like a security job at like an office building or something, probably. Something Then I gotta like pass a drug test. Anybody still doing a drug test in Denver? Is, I know it sucks. Like insane. even to like work in an office building, like and some of those companies are good. Like and like, but those and like those are the people that hit me up. Yeah, it but sucks. they say you have to pass a drug test. Yeah, Jesus so. Christ, it sucks. I don't understand. Like when I worked at the zoo, they were still drug testing people. But I, don't, like, I actually, I am actually applying at the post office, and for, I don't think the post office is drug testing right now because they need people so bad. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the post working in the postal industry, you are encouraged. Like people should stop testing for weed for any job. Basically, I mean, like it doesn't make sense. Imagine like losing people for a job. Like people don't even have workers. People imagine losing a job because someone sucks weed. Like you're okay. People are bitching about. Oh, there's nobody. Nobody wants to work anymore. No, fuckers. They're testing for weed in 2021 in Denver. That's yeah. yeah, Fuck off. There's plenty of people that wants to work. I could tell this story though. Um, <clears throat> so I just got married recently. Zach was my best man, and uh, and I crushed the speech. He really did. He fucking nailed it. I people, fit- I, people, multiple old people even came up yeah. to me and were like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" The oldest lady in the room was yeah. like, "You had an amazing speech." My she wife, was literally like a hundred. Yeah, my wife's grandma is all, almost damn near hundred. Love my speech in a wheelchair, and she's the the best party person ever. Just rolled up to Zach and goes, "I, I love." You. But the best part about Zach's speech, everyone knows that him and I do stand up. So at the wedding, people are like, Oh, what is he going to say? Blah, blah, blah. Zach opens his best man's speech with, all right, let's see here. Like, <laughs> like he was hosting comedy works. Like, all right, what else do we got here? And then he crushed it. it I was, was no, I was doing that. I was like, I was kind of, I was doing, doing a bit. Yeah. Right, yeah. But no, that was uh, no, I, because like everyone, like all of our friends were like comics. So yeah. I, was, like, I mean, I got the light during my speech. Oh yeah. So. That was chaos. David did that. Uh, yeah. Oscar. I'm pretty sure David did that. Um, all right, but the story. So the rehearsal dinner the night before. Um, I I love any beer that involves an orange. I just do. Blue Moon, White Rascal yeah. from Avery. So <clears throat> we're at the rehearsal dinner. It's at this uh, kind of bar restaurant hybrid, and uh, I ordered a Blue Moon because that's all they had orange related. They're like, "Do you want an orange slice?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" So they bring me my beer with an orange slice on it, and my father in law sits down next to me. and goes, "You just broke a man law." <laughs> And I had no idea how to react. I'm like, I, man, what? And he goes, you ever see that old Bud Luck commercial or whatever it was? That old commercial from like 2002? You, no fruit in the beer. You're breaking a man law. And then I chugged the beer in front. <laughs> it's like, that's what you care about is if there's no, I don't know. I just oh, don't give a shit. So I just want to that, No, that's beer. hilarious. You broke like, a man law. My dad is like... Man, that's so funny. I haven't had to deal. I just never had to deal with any of that. Like, my wife's dad was like, 
trying like the most supportive trying to get me to do more yeah yeah <laughs> wait until he hears that i love to be spanked how many man laws is that breaking <laughs> shout out steve kaplan he's the coolest guy hell yeah uh, steve he like but like he's literally like he's never gotten mad at me about anything uh, like he wasn't even mad but it's like you i've never been questioned I've, I've never had my sexuality questioned while drinking a beer you know what I mean? But he's like, a good, and like Steve's a good guy that appreciates it. Like we've because like we've drank fruity drinks together. Like, yeah, he's just like he's like yeah, man. What's available? Let's drink. I'm just tired. Of, he's a great. He's a good yeah. guy. He's like hey, what's available? This is yeah. it. Let's do Let, it. Let's. I mean, that's my thing. It's like it's. I'm still getting drunk. Yeah, it's like. So what's wrong with having an orange? Yeah. I don't understand it. I just people who are worried about their masculinity. So yeah. along those lines, like during the wedding at the buffet line, there's a guy in line. I'm not going to say who it is, but he was talking to Zach. No, he wasn't talking to me. <laughs> he was just talking to. He was talking there. to another. Talking to an older guy. <laughs> By the buffet line. So unsolicited. No, like really like you couldn't not hear him because he's right. Like they're both standing right next to where you grab the plates. Yeah. At the buffet line at your uh, reception. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and they're just yelling about how we left Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're, like, you're, all right, man. You're at a celebration. And you're, the first thing on your mind is, fuck, we... And keep in mind, this is two months after we exited Afghanistan. Yeah, it was... Just still riled so up fresh. about it. <laughs> so riled up. You just saw someone get married, and you're like, this fucking... Afghanistan we got to talk about Afghanistan. These, these fucking Afghanistan... We left too out. early. We left too early. 20 <laughs> plus years. Was it, <laughs> it's like, I just want to get drunk and eat food, man. Like, you're too riled up right now. <laughs> Imagine, like, working 20 years at a job... And then be like, I don't know if I like it yet. <laughs> I haven't really learned that much over 20 yeah, years. Let, let me give it a couple I more decades. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll drink. Oh, uh, it was very funny. I'll like, drink all the But it was, very, it was very funny because it was so loud. Yeah. So it, And this person was also in uni military uniform. <laughs> we will not go into that part either. <laughs> Like wanted people to know. Yeah. Okay. That's a whole other okay, story. Good, yeah. If we ever do, a, if, if we ever do a Patreon episode, we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> dive into. We'll reveal some names. Uh, I'm trying uh, to find a topical one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to find some topical jokes on your Twitter. Or something. Yeah. The end credits of Fast Five stay on during sex. <laughs> I will yeah. die on that fucking hill. I made a T-shirt. Uh, it, the front says these colors don't run and with an American flag and then on the back it says and neither do the 17 cars sitting in my yard <laughs> <laughs> you'll get more people always say you'll get more conservative as you get older I'm 31 when is this racist puberty supposed to start <laughs> I just That's don't pretty funny. I don't fucking get that by 31, I feel like you're set, not set in your ways, but you have a pretty good handle. I've been voting for 12 I've years. I've gotten more left as I got older. Everyone I know has gotten yeah. more left as they've gotten older. The only the only way you get more right as you get older is if you're extremely rich mm -hmm. or if you work in the government or law enforcement. 
Yeah, that, that, that's that's your two. That that's the, the only, only way it makes ones. sense. Those are the only people that get more right, or you like work at the church. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I fucking uh, I've been radicalized as I get over. Yeah, get like, older. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I feel like a, a lot of church people are pretty left anymore, you know, and also like yeah, now it's the especially ch- Denver. Denver churches, there's a rainbow. Like yeah. everybody's welcome. Like it's all the Q and Denver churches shit. are not like. I hate no. I don't think there's any like Denver like I mean there's no Westboro well, we're also, churches. We're but, also like, in Colorado. Yeah. I think if you go, you know, obviously Bible Belt and shit. There there's no church in the Bible Belt with a rainbow flag on. Like I can no. guarantee you that. No. And if there is tweet a picture at me. Yeah. And I will correct myself. But uh yeah, no, I just don't like with Generation Z, as people are coming out talking about, like, oh, well, you can't do this, you can't do it. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I agree with them. Fuck it. Uh, like, I'm not being like, oh, these, these kids these days. No, no yeah, it's a for different sure. perspective. And you know what? They're right. Generally, the kids are smarter. <laughs> They're fucking right. <laughs> the, generally, the kids will be smarter. Like, I mean, like, there were all those stories in the, like, 90s and early 2000s about kids being like, why don't we like gay people? <laughs> Exactly. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. We're just told not to. Our, yeah. Our parents' generation or, you know, generation before that always acts like, oh, once I feel you- like that's how your mom kind of is. Like, your mom's very, like, liberal. Yeah. She's, she's very- just, like, yeah. was told to, like, believe other things yeah, for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. She's 100% liberal, but It's just, then, like, what information you get. Yeah. Like, like they're still- some parts that she's like, you know, like, oh, well, that's a little outdated. But I just feel like <laughs> she's not getting more conservative as she's getting older either. So it's really like the boomer generation. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, you don't. And that's the thing also to go back on if you get rich. We're not getting fucking richer. No one's getting I'm richer. not getting conservative as I get older with my regular ass job. <laughs> I, I still live in a goddamn apartment. I'm yeah. not going to have a house, like a full-on house. It would take a lot to become Republican. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what it would take. Because like, like, if you would have become rich, I'd be like, uh, I don't even know what to do. With all- you say that now. <laughs> but you can hand it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I would love to become rich. <laughs> I would love to become rich. That that should be our GoFundMe. Make me rich, and we'll see if I become yeah, conservative. Yeah. <laughs> I when you were talking about earlier, like when we first started together, about like uh, what place were you talking about? Indulgence Lounge. Indulgence it is Lounge. no longer a place. See, but I, me and you, I I think about shoot or uh, shoot your mouth off. Shoot your mouth off. I don't think about any place besides shoot your mouth off when I think so, about me and you and yeah. starting. <clears throat> So when we, when we started in Omaha, there was three open mics in the state of Nebraska. In the whole state. There was one on Monday nights in Lincoln. There was an open mic on Tuesday called Shoot Your Mouth Off, which was poetry, music, and comedy, and basically whatever you could think of. There was interpretive dance and shit like that. And then there was one more at Barley Street Tavern. Well, that one didn't actually come for a couple more years. So basically there was two. And then on some nights we would drive to Des Moines to do an open mic because we, we didn't have a fucking open mic. <clears throat> but shoot your mouth off was the formative years of my life. It was life. like doing one set a week. Yeah. 
That's been, and that's why we had like really geared up for that one yeah. set a week. It's like okay, I just yeah. need to be like as ready for this one set a week. Yeah, but I get to see like my people I want to see mm. and like it felt like a party because it's all we friggin' had. Yeah, you know, like we didn't really see each other throughout the week. I get why people didn't like it also because like the, yeah. we have friends that didn't that hated it. And yeah, like it worked for me and you. Me and you really liked it, and mm. like I think Brandon liked it a little bit, but yeah. I don't think like Dog or in there. Steven, I don't <laughs> think any. Steven got like banned <laughs> <laughs> well i i met steven at shoot your mouth off because he was starting to do stand-up in lincoln um <clears throat> i don't know if we go into why steven no was we don't either all right we won't, we won't <laughs> but basically shoot your mouth off was a multi-entertainment open mic yet it slam wasn't poetry, anything like music. Uh, morally wrong no it wasn't steven didn't do anything morally wrong morally yeah but so um but for years, Zach and I would have to go up after a slam poet who had talk talking about, about wanting to kill herself for their, <laughs> 10 minutes. Have their dad dying. It's like, let me go tell some jokes. And what was great about this album, it was always packed because everyone that performed was like really supportive. So they sat in the audience and listened to other people. And if you go to a comedy open mic now, that doesn't really fucking happen and rightfully so. But so we would always have a full audience. So it felt like a show every Tuesday, but having to go up and save the energy of the room after a slam poet, I don't want to hear about your fucking grind culture. Okay. I, I was born in the shit. Yeah. We were born in the darkness. (laughs) Like having to go up after someone gave a heartfelt performance who also got a standing ovation for telling their life story through slam poetry. And then I'm going up there talking about Arby's. Like that's how I had to get good. Not I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper or anything. I'm just saying shit was rough in Omaha. She Nebraska. does like a whole ten minute <laughs> she does like a whole ten minute like uh poem performance yeah that's like beautiful about how her husband abused her yeah. <laughs> and then it's she, like hey kid hey how's do it you going? like violence <laughs> here's my one-liner on <laughs> the fast and the furious movies like it it just felt like <clears throat> a ch- i mean it was fun it felt like a challenge but no yeah it, it honestly was kind of fun it honestly was kind of it was I mean, even at the time it's like oh it was fun kind of following something different because we didn't know any different yeah, either we didn't we didn't yeah. know it wasn't supposed to be like that no, no we were like oh it's okay that, like that make I, and at the time i was like okay i guess it makes sense that i'm completely different right right <laughs> and oh man uh, and but then it's like oh yeah that no that's never supposed to happen no <laughs> I didn't drink until I was 21 years old, and I started drinking at that bar. It was shoot your mouth off at the hideout. Oh, hell yeah. So my formative drinking years was that open mic. I love that bar so much. If me and you just ended up owning that bar. Well, I don't think it's even a building anymore. uh, I think they tore it down. Probably. It probably deserves that, too. And. That whole place needs to be cleansed. Yeah, it was a devilish place. Because after your set, it was just a party. Oh, yeah. It was like, let's and, get fucked up. And what was great, it was right next door to a Red Lobster. So the entire serving and we'll kitchen come crew party, would yeah. come party with us. And uh, I don't know if we can get into other shit that happened there, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
It was totally fun. A lot of parking lot situations. Uh, like you, listen, like I feel like that's why me and you are so dark because we had to follow so much darkness. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we have to like, we can't just like be like, hey, how about Snickers? Right? After like following a slam poet. Right. And you couldn't comment on their shit. So either. like when people are like, you're too dark. It's like, well, I had just this is how it's always been. Like, yeah. I just, you had to learn to keep the emotion of the room a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, while like, also trying to make it. It's like, I'm just laugh. used to following women talking about being abused. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know what you want from me. Or a very, very beautiful, like, acoustic guitar set. Yeah. It's like, you ever people, heard the, have you ever heard the fray acoustic? <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember one time people, it broke out into a slow dance. It felt like prom night because that whatever, I can't remember what they were playing. Probably Kenobi or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was Ben Kenobi. He fucking rocks. Amazing. If, I love Ben Kenobi. Look up Ben Kenobi in Nebraska. Uh, he, he rocks. I think he still good performs. Good Yeah, he, it's mostly covers, but he's still yeah. good. No, he, like he's it. amazing. Um, but people were slow dancing. And then the host comes up and goes, you're next. And I'm like talking about, and I was writing a joke about like, oh, how I saw a monkey shit at the zoo and threw it on a kid that day. <laughs> I'm like, I can't ruin this moment. So it was just amazing. And, you know, like I didn't, I wasn't in, I dropped multiple out. Multiple people got stabbed at that place while we were there. Multiple drinking. people got stabbed. And one time I started a riot because I told people to shut the fuck up because my friend was on stage. Yeah. Ravik was. And then they invited their cousins. They called their cousins as we need to beat oh, the that, shit out of I remember that in the parking lot kid. stabbing. Yeah. And then these, these trucks pulled up to the hideout and these, it felt like. A goddamn like parody of a movie because people jumped out the back with baseball. Oh, bats, dude, I remember. And they told me to hide in the bathroom because <laughs> they told someone to shut the fuck up. I was up. outside being like, Where's Preston? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just outside where everyone was smoking out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> And and that little shop strip shopping. Yeah, because right. that was the because that was our one time of the week to go up. So yeah. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up, listen to him. And then now at an open mic, I would not say shut the fuck up to anyone. I'd be like, yeah, okay. There's People, forty other comments. It was crazy in hindsight. <laughs> Honestly, like doing this for so long and hating open mics and realizing how bad it is and like how toxic those humans are yeah even like early open mics he's like those people are psychos <laughs> absolute psychos <laughs> oh man thanks for like helping me jumpstart but holy yeah, shit yeah like yeah if we think you know comedy only open mics are bad like or toxic like those situations where mixed if you've never done a mixed open mic you've never lived <laughs> <laughs> it's a friggin thrill cuz like these people I don't know what it is the the separation between performative. That's what I hate when people are like you don't know the grind, you don't know like, yeah. like motherfucker, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> That's like, I, I, I followed I, women talking about cutting themselves because their <laughs> husband is so mean to them. And that's like, I've been like I've been followed some slam poet being like I cut myself one time for each time you disrespect me. <laughs> I will never forget. And it's like it's I, like, I had to follow, I had to tell jokes after this. I know exactly who that poet was too cuz oh my god. And it's like I acknowledge that we sound extremely gatekeepy right now in shit talking but that's like only doing stand up two or three years in that environment. But imagine like and I was Ruined still trying brain. to go up and do like abortion jokes. 
And like they were still working. That was, I, that's fun. I like, remember in the back, we we're like, <clears throat> is that going to do the abortion joke? And it was like someone who cried on stage and everyone in the audience is crying because it was literally art what the poets yeah, before it, you did. It, no, I'm not denying that what they no, did I'm just was saying, good. Like, the si- it always wasn't a good match. No, the situation was amazing because we're like, are you going to do it? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. Of course. I, this is the only chance. And then it worked. And yeah. it worked. And that was like how you know you have good jokes. That, yeah. that was like, it's like the good way to know you have good jokes is yeah. to like do it, jokes when like people don't want to hear jokes. Constantly going up cold for two or three years. It's like, to, to a right, cold it's like you guys want to hear a joke? I'll tell you a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can I cannot do Vegas bombs to this day because of that. I, what mic. were Vegas bombs again? Vegas bombs, it had like Red Bull and either wasn't tequila. I think it was vodka. Red Bull I vodka. Was a va- I think Red Bull vodka is a, uh, oh, that's a Vegas bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's a Vegas bomb. The Red Lobster crew would come over and be like, "You want to do Vegas bombs?" I'm like, "I already did my set, so hell yes." Fucking anything with Red Bull is a nightmare. Man, I haven't. I'm just trying to imagine doing a Jaeger bomb now, and I already want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> The other day, my grandma was like, "You wouldn't last long in prison." And I was like, "People sit on death row for decades, you idiot." <laughs> All right, nine eleven is the only day the news gets away with showing reruns. <laughs> Dude, that's a good one. I love that. <laughs> right, here we go. Pea milk is a fun product because it sounds like someone describing something because they forgot what cum was called. <laughs> A pandemic, but instead of masks, we all have to wear butt plugs to reduce the spread. (laughs) (laughs) We all got to walk like idiots. You can't enter this Applebee's without your butt plug, sir. (laughs) If Jeffrey Dahmer had a son, do you think he'd be like, my dad could eat up your dad? (laughs) Most people, when they don't want strangers to talk to them in public, they put headphones in their ears. I do the same thing, but with a gun in my mouth. (laughs) I go balls to the wall at glory holes. Do <laughs> you want to wrap it up with um, kind of like what we envision this podcast being? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Zach and I have been doing comedy together for over a decade. Um, on YouTube, we've uh, done sketches under our name Stepdads. Um, you know, we, we our theory with sketches was everyone – stops paying attention after 30 seconds of the yeah. sketch and really any i see sketches that are five minutes long and i want to fucking kill myself right yeah so like what we wanted to do was like what if we made like live action comic strips you know like three panels that's basically all of our sketches and we did those for a couple of years we have a live show that we do called nerd roast where we dress up like let's say marvel superheroes and Iron Man will roast. Big plans for that. Yeah, Iron Man will roast Captain America. Hulk will roast Black Widow, stuff like that. And then also we've just been like throughout the years doing road shows and just going on the road. So if we just thought it was time to start talking, you know, we always shit talk stuff in group chats and you know talk about movies and how much we're just leftist liberal cucks now so (laughs) we're like why not just do a podcast now so fuck yeah basically what we're gonna do is we're just gonna be bullshitting we're gonna be doing jokes talking about topical try to keep as we'll try to do as many jokes as we can yeah um 
We'll try to just like riff and be as funny and then let's like throw a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, our what our idea is, if there's any dead air, we'll have a one-liner ready. Yep. We'll just fire it off and see who can make each other laugh. Uh, we're obviously going to have guests. We have, you know, we live in Denver. There's plenty un- of guests. unending list of comics that are way funnier than us that we're going to have on and talk to you. Uh, um, but yeah, we don't have a set in stone format. We're just going to bullshit for an hour each This is our first one. We'll get it figured out. And we'll get it figured we're gonna out. We're just trying to do a lot of jokes. Yeah. And also, it's just an excuse for you and I to see each other more. Yeah, hell yeah. And see our friends more. Past two years, I've just been sitting in my goddamn apartment. For sure. <laughs> not doing anything. So, um... Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we don't know what platforms we're going to be on. It's going to be we on something. Know, we're going to figure this out. <clears throat> but you can find Zach on Twitter at Zach Reiner. Or is it Reiner Zach? Zach uh, Reiner Zach Zero. Or Zach Reiner Zero. Sorry. All right. Find Zach on Twitter at Zach Reiner Zero. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Preston Tompkins. Instead of the O's, you have zeros. Obviously, Instagram. Um, Zach and I have a lot of fun plans for Nerd Roast in 2022. Um, we'll be uh, kind of telling you guys more. Yeah. Sorry, telling all you more about our ideas about that. We got big plans. Big, big, big plans. Um, I encourage you to follow us on all social medias. We'll have a theme song. Maybe we'll sing Return of the This Man. is our first episode. We have no idea when this is going up. No uh, idea. It's just going to... Yeah, this is raw. This, this is a raw. raw one. This is in the moment, baby. In the moment. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.